Shalom Aleichem. This is Rabbi Kovacs. Mishniyami continues for Hey Cheshvan Erev Shabbos Noach in Chapter 3, Perak Gimel of Chagiga Mishnah Aleph. Now we're on the subject of Tuma and Tahara, of purity and impurity, and recall that it was a very important topic around the festivals when not just Kohanim and not just Haverim, who were always pure, but everybody would go up to Yerushalayim and bring karbanot and need to become ritually pure to consume their karbanot and bring their offerings. So Mishnah Aleph explains, Homer Bakodish me betruma. There's a stringency of Kodesh, sacrificial items such as the meat from the Shalmei Chagiga that are over and above those of Truma, the portion consumed by Kohanim when they are ritually pure. Now, the Mishnayot here are going to bring actually 10 stringencies. And the first one is Shemat Bilin, we can tovel in the mikvah, Kalim Betoch Kalim Latruma, a vessel inside a vessel for the purposes of using it for Truma, of all Lo Lakodesh. But that's not good enough for Kodesh. By Kodesh, you'd have to take, you know, the little cup out of the big saucer and tovel them, immerse them separately in the mikvah. Typically, typically in a mikvah, if you have one kli inside another kli and you put them both in at the same time, just like that, then sort of the buoyancy in the water will, will make the inner kli float up a little bit and there won't be any blockage. You know, the water will be able to touch every portion of the inner kli as well. But by Kodesh, we don't rely on this, you know, this situation. We are concerned about chatzitza, about one kli touching another, and the water not touching everything. So we have you do it separately. Mishnah continues with the second stringency, Aharayim v'toch u'beit tzvita batruma. There are three distinct areas of contamination uh, for a kli, potentially, uh, the Acharaim is the back, the outside. Toch is the inside. Beit Tzvita is the handle. Now, what we're talking about here is a rabbinic level contamination, certain liquids, certain situations. We're going to learn about in Taharot later. We're considered rabbinically impure because if something is biblically impure, the entire Kli, the entire pitcher, even if that pitcher is a handle and inside and outside, the, the whole thing is impure on a biblical level. But for a rabbinic impurity to make a heker, to make people realize that it's a rabbinic stringency and not a biblical level contamination. The rabbi said there's three distinct regions, at least for truma. There's inside, outside, and a handle, if the item has a handle. Avalo, but kodesh. But we don't have, say there are three different regions for kodesh. The result here is if the handle becomes tame, a, a contaminated person picked up a pitcher by the handle, then we'd say that the inside and the outside are still tahor for truma. So if it was a pitcher of truma wine, it would not infect, affect and contaminate the wine on the inside. But if the kli, the vessel, contained kodshim, sacrificial items, then somebody who's contaminated touches the handle, then it even affects what's inside. The mission brings a third strategy, hanose et a midras, somebody who's carrying midras. For example, a shoe or a blanket or a coat Something could be sat upon or weight rested upon from a Zav or a Zava or a Yoledit, a woman who just gave birth um, and has a degree of contamination. So somebody who's carrying such an item, no say at the Truma, can also carry Truma of all Loa to Kodesh, but can't carry Kodesh. Now, I don't mean he literally has the Truma under his other arm while he has a Medras under the other arm. We mean it's in a Kli, an earthenware Kli. Now, an earthenware kli, a kli cheris, is special, as we're going to learn in Masechet Kalim, all about contamination and purity of vessels. Earthenware is special because even if something tame touches the outside, 
it doesn't affect what's inside. So if he has truma in, in this earthenware kli, then even though he's holding the shoe of Azav in the other hand, it's not going to zap the truma. By Kodesh, we don't rely on this, and the Gemara actually brings a case where somebody was carrying the shoe of Azav, and the shoe, or he was Azav, and the shoelace broke, and he uh, just put the shoe in there with the Kodesh and contaminated it all. Big day ochle truma midras the Kodesh. As we mentioned in the last parak, the end of the last parak, the garments of somebody who eats truma are considered to be midras, which is something that a zav zav, or you let it sits upon, and therefore it becomes tame, it actually becomes an avatuma, a very a stringent source of tuma, which can contaminate other vessels. So even a kohen who's pure enough to eat truma, his vessels and clothing are considered midras for kodesh, as we explained yesterday. Lo kamidat the kodesh midat hatruma. This is we're up to the fifth stringency now. The rule for Kodesh is not the same as the rule for Truma, Sheba Kodesh, because by Kodesh, Matir, you have to untie all the knots or the sleeves, Umenagev, and make sure everything's dry, Umatbil. And then you can put it in the mikvah, V'acharkach Kosher, and then you can tie it back again. So if somebody has a garment or a kli that has ties, you know, is something to tighten it, you'd have to untie everything and open everything up to immerse it in the mikvah to make it Tahar V'Kodesh, by truma, the knots could still be tied in the garment, and you can still immerse it in the mikvah, and it's tahor enough for truma. Now, Mishnah Beit continues this, this comparison between truma and kodesh. Somebody made a brand new kli. It was a potter, and he was making a pot on his spinning wheel. His, uh, and, and he was tahor. The potter making the kli was pure. He was not contaminated. But still, Tzrichin Tzvila Lakodesh. If you want to use this pot for Kodshim, it needs to go to the mikveh again to have with Kodshim in mind. Although the Truma, but not for Truma. We assume it was made in Tahira and the guy was tower enough to eat Truma. This Kli, this pot could be used for Truma. Now the seventh stringency, Hakli Mitzoref. A vessel joins together, Masha Betocho, what's inside of it, Lakodesh for purposes of Kodesh. So for example, somebody had a big basket or a big pot, and it contained a bunch of loaves of say, lach toda or a mincha, uh, or even pieces of meat, and a tful yom. Somebody who had been contaminated, had been to the mikveh that day, they have a little residual bit of impurity on them. They touch one of those loaves or one of those pieces. So if it's Kodesh, everything gets contaminated, the truma, but not by truma. So if somebody had loaves of truma bread in a basket and a tzvul yom or someone with residual impurity uh, touches one of them, the other ones do not get contaminated. Now the eighth stringency is haravi bakodesh pusel. Something with a fourth degree contamination is pusel uh, by kochim, shlishi batruma, and a third degree messes up Truma. So as we're going to explain when we get to, to, to Harris, is there are different levels and different powers of contamination. So for example, the most, the biggest source of contamination would be a dead body. If somebody touched the dead body, they are an Av Hatuma, a first level, uh, would be the second level down really. If they touch a Kli, a vessel, like their, their flower pots or their cooking pots, then that's a Rishon Latuma. And then if that pot touches food, that kli touches food, that would be a shani latuma. So normally we don't keep going in tuma by normal food, but by truma, we're machmer to keep going. If that contaminated food touches truma, then it's posel truma. It's not, it, it can't spread the contamination, but it's considered contaminated, it can't be eaten. 
But by Kodesh, we go another level, we go to a Ravi. So even something with a more attenuated impurity, as we're going to learn about in Taharos, can contaminate a, a piece of Kodshim. The mission brings a final stringency comparison but truma, by someone dealing with truma, if one of his hands was contaminated, the other hand is still tahor. Now again, we're talking about a rabbinic source of impurity. If it's a biblical source of impurity, then simply touching it with one hand renders the entire body contaminated. So here he touched something that was tame, that was impure, but the other hand is okay for truma, so you can keep eating with the other hand. Of a kodesh, mapil shtehim. But if one hand is contaminated even rabbinically for kodshim, he wants to keep eating kodshim, he has to go to the mikvah and tovel both of his hands. And the mission explains, shehayod metame et chaverta bekodesh. One hand is considered to contaminate the other hand by kodesh, where we're very strict, of olo betruma, but not by truma, where we're strict, but not as strict as kodesh. Yashar koach and Shabbat shalom.